Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. What a day. Democrats want to pack the Supreme Court and Spring can't decide if it wants to be warm or not, but it's nice outside. The sun is shining. As I was going through my emails, looking at Apple News, I came across quite an interesting article from Business Insider talking about the impact of COVID in working at home. It was a long article, but one of the main takeaways was that most companies, and especially big tech companies, have benefited greatly from employees working at home. They have found them to be more productive, they take less time off, and it saves the company money. And all signs are they will continue that in some shape or form. Now, they don't see full-time work at home being the norm because obviously the reasons you want people to come into the office, be part of the team, have a little accountability. But where before COVID, the at-home workforce was about 8% of working hours, the author predicts that it's going to stabilize right about now, end of the year, at about triple that 22% and then continue to rise. 22% of the time people work will be at home. Now, the article talking about the biggest consequences of this change, not surprisingly, given the wokeness of the article and the fact that one of the main people they were interviewing works out of Stanford, California, was that working moms would be the ones most likely to want to continue to work at home and to work more at home than men. But the article warned, we can't let this happen because disparities could arise. And because men had rather be at the office more so than the working moms, they would get the benefit of networking, of FaceTime with their fellow employees and supervisors. They would unfairly get ahead. We can't let this happen. So, of course, what was the article's solution to this? We must mandate equality. And the amount of time you are allowed to work from home and the amount of time you must be at work. So it's even. So moms can't work as much as home as they want for their own good because they might just get behind at work. And that extra time with the kids, well, we can't let that happen. Just more and more control over people's lives. And for those too blind to see, may they see that the biggest result of the last year is how easy it is to not just talk about, but to enact things that control people's lives for the better good, for equality, you name it. Now, as the article went on and on about this, what it didn't address, and what is far more interesting to me, is what I think this foreshadows for our society and where we are going. Are we going home 
as the title of today's podcast questioned, where are we going? Is it home? Or are we just becoming more and more isolated and easier to control? As you might guess, I think we are becoming more and more isolated and easier to control. Because when you're home alone, it's much easier for people to play to your fears. It's much harder to get human feedback from others. You know, when you're home alone and you are told the the sky is falling and everybody's dying, if you don't leave your home, you might believe them. But if you leave your home and you go to Kroger's and you go to Walmart and you go, well, actually, people aren't falling and dying everywhere and the sky isn't falling. Or you go to work and you talk to your colleagues. A little bit harder to control. But when you're isolated, when you're alone for your own safety, for your own good, for your own productivity, well, you're much easier to control. Slowly, slowly. But from 8% to 22%, and who knows what, you know what we're being turned into? I think fuel for the matrix. Fuel for the matrix. Remember that movie, The Matrix? People were fuel for the matrix. People fighting artificial intelligence had blocked out the sun, hoping that would turn off the energy. And then artificial intelligence just made people the fuel. And how did they do it? By tying them into the matrix, a make-believe world where you literally could not be more alone. You were in a chair with all kinds of things hooked up to you and you were in a virtual world. And then you were the fuel. You were the food. Now, in our case, what's the matrix? What is this matrix we get tied into? Well, I think it's the matrix of politicians and big business. Politicians, because they want us divided. They want us to think there's only two sides to every issue. As I talked about in an earlier podcast, not one side, not 10 sides, you know, not how life is, where nothing is truly just black and white. No, they want to keep us divided. And then big business that just wants to use us. What can they do to make us the best workers? What can they do to make us the most productive consumers for them and what can they do to control politicians to get them to turn us into those things we are their fuel and their control over our lives is the matrix and that matrix has only gotten deeper and more controlling over the last year and there's no signs they want to give it up don't forget this my friends what do you do about this you might ask Just remember one simple thing. Isolation makes us so much easier to divide, conquer, and feed off of. And what should a home be? A home should be a family. A home should be a relationship. Your home doesn't just have to be the people in the house with you. It can be at your church. It can be in small groups. It can be your friends. The number one antidote for all of this that's happening, this increased isolation and control and mind control and economic control and being pawns of these people is to just communicate and get together. You know, last night after church, we all went over to a friend's house and there's probably 30 people in that house, kids playing outside, people talking in the kitchen, people talking in the living room, talking about deep things. My goodness, does that bring perspective to life? That should be normal. Because when that is normal, the abnormal things kind of show a little brighter and you're able to see them for what they are. And you're able to remind each other, we can't be that way. We're not 
food for politicians. We're not food for big business. We are human beings that need relationships and communication and love and life and freedom. The freedom of kids to go outside and run in the dark and get a little dirty. Maybe even one of them cry because they think they're lost. Freedom for adults to talk about whatever they want to talk about. To take positions, to go back and forth. That is the antidote. That is what you got to do more of. Make it a habit. Make it normal. Truly go home, not to the home of control and politicians and their policies and big business and their only desire to make more money. Go home to the things that existed long before this matrix we're entering into that will always warm the heart of human beings that has always allowed us to survive, and that is not being alone, not being isolated, coming together as human beings with no technology between my face and yours, with no speakers so you can hear me talking. It's just my mouth and your ears and our brains and the best of human relationships together. So my friends, yes, go home. But go home to the real home, the home of spirit, the home of love, the home of faith. Make it regular, just as regular as work, as technology, as these habits we've learned over the years. Make it normal to get together to fellowship in homes and churches, wherever it may be. That's the only way, the only way. We're going to move forward, show our children another way forward, have the strength, have the unity to do something about the increasing control over our lives to turn us more and more into fuel. Don't be fuel. So until next time, my friends, aim high. And you're only going to go so high if you are the fuel for somebody else. You want to look for the fuel that's going to make you go high. Which is love and family and friends and conversation and freedom and nature. And then from there, you'll be able to spread your wings. The higher you get, the clearer you will see things. The higher you will see the motivations behind those that would control us. And you will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter just like an eagle flying through the sky looking for its next meal maybe looking for a tree to build a new nest high above all the noise completely free able to see clear i'm your host Silouan. until next time which will be tomorrow friday kicking us off into the weekend so make sure you come back share with your friends and tune in as always peace you've been listening to the pilgrim's odyssey make sure you comment share and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine for books videos and more content from me your host please visit silouan.com that is silouan s-i-l-o-u-a-n.com until your next visit on the pilgrim's odyssey I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.